This letter written in Arabic to Khan i Khanan, Rahmatullahi Ta'ala, the Times Governor of India, explains Tawbah in Abat, Wara, and Taqwa. I begin my letter with the Bismillah. That is, to be able to write this letter, I trust myself to Allah Ta'ala, who is the most merciful and bounteous, and I rely on Him. Every hamd, every thanks belongs to Him by right. I send my salam to the good people whom He chooses and loves. Our valuable lives are passing and committing sins, making mistakes, and doing what is wrong. Therefore, it will be pleasant for us to converse on tawbah, on hanging the head in shame towards Allah Ta'ala, and to talk about wara and taqwa. Allah Ta'ala declares in the 31st ayat of Surah An-Nur, O believers, make tawbah and ask Allah's pardon, all of you. You can all be saved only if you make tawbah. He declares in the 8th ayat of Surah Al-Tahrim, which is at the end of the 28th juz, or section, of the Qur'an, O you chosen people who have iman, return to Allah Ta'ala, repent sincerely. That is, do not break your repentance. If you repent in this manner, maybe your Allah will forgive you and will put you into paradise, where there are trees and villas beneath which water flows. He declares in the 120th ayat of Surah Al-Anam, avoid sins whether they are evident or secret. It is fard a'in for everybody to repent for their sins. Nobody can escape tawbah. How can anyone ever escape it, despite the fact that all prophets, alayhim salawatu wa taslimat, used to make tawbah? Muhammad, alayhi wa alayhim salawat, who was the final and the greatest of all, stated, A curtain that prevents divine lights from coming gets drawn across my heart. Therefore, I say astighfar 70 times each day. If there are no human rights in the sin which is committed, if it is only between Allah and oneself, for example, committing adultery, having alcoholic drinks, listening to musical instruments, looking at namahram women, holding the Quran without having an abdast or ritual ablution, getting stuck in corrupt beliefs such as Rafidi, Wahhabi, and others, one can make tawbah by regretting what one has done, by saying istighfar, and by being ashamed, embarrassed towards Allah Ta'ala and begging his pardon. If one has omitted one of the fards without an excuse for making tawbah, one has to perform that fard together with all of these. In brackets, it is said in the book Targhibu Salat, in a hadith sharif it is stated, if a person without any excuse performs a salat later than its prescribed time, he will be burned in hell for as long as 80 hukbas. One hukbah is 80 years. One year in the hereafter is 360 days. One day is as long as 80 years of this world. As the amount of time necessary for one to perform one's omitted prayers of namaz elapses, the sin of that one namaz gets bigger and bigger. Then, if there are two or more omitted prayers of namaz, it will be all the more difficult. Omitted salats, no matter what they cost, must be performed as soon as possible. And one must invoke and make tawbah so much so that one will be forgiven. He who does not perform namaz should tremble and melt before the greatness of Allah Ta'ala. In the bracket. Commandments of Allah Ta'ala are called far, and his interdictions are called haram. It is worship to perform the fards and avoid doing the harams. Allah Ta'ala loves worshippers. He declares in the Quran al-Karim that in the hereafter he will put them into paradise and give them infinite blessings. The Quran al-Karim is the word of Allah. It is not human word. A person who commits a haram will burn in hell. 
Harams vary, though, in degrees. There will be a severe punishment for a grave haram. One of the grave harams is not to perform the five daily prayers of namaz within their prescribed times. A person who denies the fact that namaz is a fard and obligatory will become a kafir or unbeliever. A kafir is not a Muslim. He or she will certainly burn eternally in hell. A person who omits namaz because of laziness, although he believes in it, will not become a kafir. He is a fasik. A person who is fasik is still a Muslim. Because he has sinned by omitting namaz, he will burn in hell for some time. If a person has not performed a certain prayer of namaz within its prescribed time, it is far for him or her to make kada of it, which means to perform a certain act of worship later or afterwards. If he does not make kada, he will burn in hell for 80 hukbas for each prayer of namaz. No other worship he performs and no other pious deed will save him from hell. Only thing that will save him from torment is his teaching a fard to a Muslim. That, however, is conditional, both on his making tawbah and on his not being notorious for committing harams. For instance, it is haram for a woman to go out without properly covering her head, hair, arms, and legs. If a person dissuades her from committing that haram act by counseling her or by giving her a correct book written by a scholar of Ahl-Sunnah, all his sins will be pardoned. But in that case, he must not be committing a haram or harams. That person alone will be forgiven for his debts of qada and will be saved from hell. All the books published by Hakikat Kitababi in Istanbul, Turkey are correct books. In the bracket. If human rights are involved in a sin, for making tawbah, one should pay back the wronged person's rights immediately, ask for his forgiveness, do him favors, and invoke blessings on him. If the person who has been deprived of his rights is dead, one should say prayers and istighfar for him, pay his rights back to his inheritors and do them favors. If his children or other inheritors are not known, one should distribute money equaling the property or indemnity against loss of life to the poor and to the miskins as alms and intending that its reward be given to the owner of the rights who has been wronged. Hadrat Ali radiallahu an said, Hadrat Abu Bakr radiallahu an always told the truth. I heard him say to that Rasulullah had stated, If a person who has committed a sin repents and performs abdast and then performs namaz and then says istighfar for that sin of his, Allah Ta'ala will certainly forgive him. Allah Ta'ala declares in the 109th ayat of Surah An-Nisa, If a person commits a sin or torments himself and then repents and says istighfar, he will find Allah Ta'ala very merciful and forgiving. Rasulullah said in a hadith, If a person commits a sin, and then makes tawbah, this tawbah of his becomes an atonement for his sin. That is, it causes him to be forgiven. He stated in a hadith, if the sinful person says istighfar and repents, then does that sin again, then says istighfar and repents again, and then does it a third time and repents again, it will be written down as a grave sin when he commits it the fourth time. He stated in a hadith, musawwifs have perished. That is, those who put off tawbah by saying, I'll make tawbah later on, have suffered a loss. Luqman Hakim, radiallahu an, who was a wali, or a prophet, he advised his son by saying, Sonny, do not put off tawbah until tomorrow, for death catches one abruptly. Imam i Mujahid says, The person who does not say tawbah every morning and every evening torments himself. Abdullah ibn Mubarak said, To return one cent that has been obtained through means that is haram to its owner 
is more blessed than giving a hundred cents as alms. Our savants state, to return one cent that has been taken unjustly to its owner is more blessed than six hundred times of supererogatory hajj or pilgrimage that have been accepted. Ya Rabbi, we have wronged ourselves. If you do not pity us, if you do not forgive us, we will fall into a very bad situation. Our Prophet stated, Allah Ta'ala declares, O oh, my born slave, do the fard that I command. You will be the most devoted of human beings. Avoid the haram which I prohibit. You will be a man of wara. Be contented with the sustenance that I give you. You will be the wealthiest of human beings. You will not need anybody. Our Prophet said to Abu Huraira radiallahu an, Be a man of wara so that you may be the most abid or devoted of human beings. Hadrat Hassan i Basri rahmatullahi alayhi says, Attaining wara as much as a moat is more useful than a thousand supererogatory fasts and prayers of namaz. Abu Huraira radiallahu an said, on the day of rising, those who are valuable in the presence of Allah Ta'ala are people of Wara and Zuhd. Allah Ta'ala said to Hadr Musa salam, Among those who become close to me and who attain my love, there will not be anyone who approaches as close as people of Wara do. Some great savants said, If a person does not know the following ten things as fard for himself, he will not be a man of perfect Wara. He should not backbite. He should not feel suizan for Muslims, which means to distrust them and to think of them as bad persons. He should not make fun of anybody. He should not look at women and girls that are forbidden for him by Islam. Or he should tell the truth. He should think of the gifts and blessings which Allah Ta'ala has bestowed upon him so that he will not be self-conceited. He should spend his property in manners and for things that are halal. He should not spend them for harams. He should desire positions and posts, not for his nefs or for his comfort, but because he knows them as positions for serving Muslims. He should know it as his first duty to perform the five daily prayers of namaz within their prescribed times. He should learn very well iman and the deeds taught by the Ahl-Sunnah servants and adapt himself to them. Ya Rabbi, increase the light of the right way which you have bestowed upon us. Forgive us. You are the Almighty. My dear, merciful, and kind-hearted sir, if one is granted the lot of making tawbah for all of the sins and having wara and taqwa, that is, avoiding all the harams and the dubious, the great blessing, the grand fortune, will have been obtained. If this cannot be obtained, it will be a blessing as well to make tawbah for some sins and to avoid some of the harams. Maybe the blessings and lights of some of them will suffuse all and will open the way to making tawbah for all the sins and for being a man of perfect wara. It was stated, if something cannot be obtained as a whole, one should not lose it all. Ya Rabbi, grant us the lot of doing the things which thou like. As alms for Muhammad Mustafa alayhi wa alayhim wa ala alayhi kulin min salawati afdaluha wa min taslimati akmaluha who is the highest and master of prophets the head of the travelers along the way of greatness and honor, do not make us cease from being in thine religion and from obeying thee. Billions of people have lived in this world. They have lived for a certain time period. Afterwards, they have died. Some of them were rich, some were poor. Some of them were beautiful, some ugly. Some of them were cruel, and some of them were kind. All of their characteristics are now non-existent and forgotten. Some were believers, Muslims. The remaining ones were disbelievers, kafirs. 
All of them will either be non-existent eternally, or after doomsday, those who do not believe will be tormented eternally. But there will be no torment for those who are believers. Disbelievers will experience an everlasting and extremely severe punishment. Those who will pass away as believers are now at ease, and they are experiencing inner happiness. As for disbelievers, they are in fear of the prospects of burning in fire eternally. Oh man, think carefully. A few years from now, you will be one of them. At that time, all of your life, activities, and painstaking efforts will be an image or a dream, as is the case with the years that have passed. Therefore, which group do you want to belong to? You cannot say that you do not want to belong to either group, which is impossible. You will be among either one at any rate. Even if it is merely a probability, do you want to be burned eternally in a fire? Wisdom, knowledge, and science prevent the rejection of the existence of Allah Ta'ala and a belief regarding paradise and hell. They cannot say that such things cannot happen. Those who do not believe are unable to show any documents or evidence supporting their rejection. However, the evidences that prove belief to be inevitable are innumerable. World libraries are full of books which spell out these proofs. Deceived by their nefs and pleasures, they reject. They think of nothing except their pleasures. However, Islam does not prohibit pleasure itself. It prohibits the hazardous effects of certain pleasures. Therefore, a person who has wisdom will obtain his pleasure through the means shown by Allah. He will be equipped with the superior morality of Islam. He will be helpful to everyone. He will respond to malice with goodness. Should he fail to be good, he will be patient in the least. He will not be destructive, he will be constructive. Thus, he will attain his pleasures, comfort, and peace of mind. Besides, he will be spared the eternal torments of the next world. It is proven fact, a proven fact, that to be a Muslim and to have Iman are prerequisites for peace of mind and happiness. To have Iman is very easy. It is not necessary to give money to a certain place, to give goods, to do hard work, to receive permission from someone. Additionally, it's not necessary to declare it openly and to inform someone about your Iman. Iman consists of learning six things and believing them through the heart in a secret way. A person who has Iman will be submissive to Allah Ta'ala's commandments. In other words, he will willingly obey them without any compulsion. Thus, he will become a Muslim. In short, Every believer, Mu'min, is a Muslim. Every Muslim is a believer.